How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 hi everyone, it's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. Today's episode's a little bit heavy. Yes, it's a heavy topic, and I know we don't all like heavy stuff, and but this topic is probably something most of us avoid talking about, or like some of the other topics we've had on the podcast, but the topic today is moving on when your partner passes away. This is quite difficult. When I speak to people that you know, have had a spouse or a loved one pass away. There's so many questions about this, you know, do I move on? Can I move on? Is it right to move on? I feel guilty to move on. I still love my deceased partner. How can I love someone else? A lot of these questions come up, but we don't think about it much. And it's probably a thought that we try and avoid, or we just feel like we don't want to go there because the pain's way too strong. But when it comes to a, you know, the death of a spouse, you really have this great, this feeling of, of loss and confusion and anger and helplessness and it's misery to the greatest extent and it just takes over you. It's really an unimaginable reality. We just have to become accustomed to it, almost face it one day at a time, whether we like it or not, because it was taken out of our hands. We had no control over the situation. You might have already had a discussion with a partner about what to do if one of you passes away, but the reality of moving on when your spouse dies is more difficult and confusing than some or most of us think. Rather than it being straightforward, like a linear path, straight line, and you just, you know, dealing with the grief and getting on with your life, unfortunately, grief doesn't work like that. Grief actually is full of twists and turns and steps and, you know, two steps forward, 10 steps backwards. It's so unpredictable and we can't predict where you're going to be in a couple of years or how you're going to process the grief. And so it's not really what we think it might be in our head. Sometimes in our head, we feel like we're going to be grieving forever. And that's another path that we think we're going to take. And when we realize we actually don't grieve forever and that we do at some point heal, there's some guilt that comes in and we think, why aren't I grieving forever? aren't I supposed to love this man or this woman forever? And why am I feeling like I could now accept someone else? So then some guilt starts to creep in. But if you pass away, you'd really want your partner. I know that I would, that if I was, you know, in a relationship and I had to pass away, I would definitely say to my partner, I would want you to move on. I want you to be happy and I want you to live the remainder of your life with someone that you can love and someone that can love you. Really, how exactly do people move forward when the love of their life just disappears? They just go. Life had another journey for them and now they're not there. And really a thought of another person to love after already feeling like you've met the perfect person really seems unattainable, almost daunting and even impossible that you could find a love like that after you've lost the partner you've just had. Finding love after a loss is actually more common than you think. There's some really great stuff we take from relationships that we've been in that that we bring to new relationships and sometimes they can even be better. 
and an extension of where you were initially with a partner that passed. So how is it that you start moving forward? Well, what's important to remember about moving on after someone's death or a death of a loved one is that there's no real expiry date on the morning, right? The grief doesn't have an expiry date. There's no real, everyone talks about cycles and, you know, there's a grief cycle and a pattern and you go through these stages and that's fair enough, but we never know how long people will stay in those stages and we never know how long it's going to take to get through all the stages because everyone processes it differently. You definitely will have your own way of grieving. So yours may not look like somebody else's. And I get really upset here because I've, I've heard people make comment on how people have grieved a loved one, almost making a judgment on how they carry on in life because a partner has passed away. How could she go to dinner? How easily could she move on? How can he even look at another woman when she just passed a year or two two ago? And we have all these judgments around how people have mourned and how they have gotten through their grief. And maybe moving on with someone is part of the grief process, but we, we are not the people to judge. We are not them. And if we had to do it, we may do it different, but it doesn't mean that they're wrong. We all have our own timeline. We will know when we are ready to move on with our lives or not. And it's not up to anyone else to tell us. Closure feels like something we need to have in order to move on. Actually, most people or some people don't ever find closure because mourning can be something that we do forever. We feel a loss forever sometimes. Even though it's at different degrees in different parts of our life, there is still something missing. And when you have loved someone in that way, you don't just, I mean, you may get through the grief and life may look a little bit different, but you are definitely feeling something forever. So I want you to remember you don't need to justify to anyone the amount of time you take to mourn over your spouse or partner. Ultimately, when you do feel it's time to get back on the dating scene or just simply even having conversations with people that you're attracted to, You need to be accepting of yourself and know it won't be easy to jump in head first. So tread conservatively, be kind to yourself because it's not going to feel just automatically okay the first time you go out there. Give yourself time and be kind, okay? You're learning a new behavior again. You've just been attached for quite some time that has disappeared from you because of, you know, things out of your hands and now you're learning a new behavior. So giving yourself permission to take things slow and spending time on yourself before taking, before even thinking about anyone else is a vital decision to make as you go through the grieving process itself. You must get into activities that you love. You must do things that you enjoy. You must make sure that you're getting proper sleep that you're practicing good self-care routines. You must be reconnecting with friends and family and you must be starting to put yourself as a priority because what I've seen is that as we lose um, a loved one or a spouse, we become almost non-existent in the grief and the mourning. We just exist and we just go through this ball of emotions and we forget ourselves. So moving forward after your partner passes away isn't just about getting back into the dating scene. It really is about rediscovering who you are and being comfortable with the social situations that you're going to go into in, you know, all these new ways of being is being comfortable with that. And I know it sounds like there's a lot going on and how can you talk about a death one and then moving on, but it's it's reality. 
you are going to be with someone and if they pass away, the reality is that you may not want to spend the rest of your life alone and that is okay. What I'm saying is that if you do happen to go through that, give yourself whatever time you need to mourn grief, but don't forget yourself in the process. At some point, it's about investing back into yourself because at the end of the day, you're still here. And so let's talk about dating after your partner has passed. So for many people who are ready to find I don't know, companionship, partnership after the death of a spouse, they actually find that they haven't actually been on the dating scene for decades. You know, they've been in this partnership for some time. Some of them have had kids. They've been, could be a high school sweetheart and they've passed away 20 odd years later. So it's not uncommon to feel anxious or scared, but dating doesn't need to be about finding the next one or comparing them to the partner that you just lost. Take the pressure off yourself and don't think about it like that. Think about dating as more like a bunch of activities to do with someone you enjoy being around rather than, oh my God, is this the one that's going to replace somebody that I just loved and lost? Okay. So create these less threatening ways of dating. It will also help you naturally find a partner you can be friends with first because that's going to be really important to you is that being able to find that bond and that friendship before moving into an intimate partnership. Most people that have found new partners usually do so by being friends and then slowly building these foundations of a relationship. Their attraction just becomes stronger with each encounter they have. So every time they catch up, every time they meet, it just seems to become stronger and stronger. Although it's not really a guarantee that this is the way that you're going to find your next life partner, it really can be a rewarding journey to initially look for companionship rather than romance and fire and that those fireworks. So what happens here is companionship and compatibility trumps romance and fireworks initially. So do yourself a favor if you're feeling comfortable and you're in a great relationship as in friendship, just stick with it. You might along the way find a new partner and that's okay. So what happens if you do when you have found this new partner? You've started a relationship with someone who hasn't experienced the loss that you've been through and talking about what you've gone through openly with this person is definitely going to help them understand your thoughts and your feelings. And this really comes in handy if you become, you know, flooded with these senses of grief at random. Sometimes that just happens that you will be at a particular time in life and you're just flooded with a sense of grief. If you have explained that to your new partner that this happens and this is how you feel, they will understand how to interact with you in those moments. Because grieving is really a process that everyone experiences differently. And what you need to do is explain that while you have had a wonderful relationship with your partner, the partner that has passed away, it doesn't take away the light from the current relationship. If anything, if you had a great relationship with your, your partner, the current relationship you're in could be even more beautiful because there's almost that transference of recreating these memories and making them better than what you had. So make sure you don't compare though. Don't compare the two relationships. Don't compare your past relationship and don't compare the one you're in now because they're very, very different. They are two totally unique people. And those who have moved on often admit that they are very happy in their new relationships, just in a different kind of way. 
And I think what happens is that when people pass, you don't like to remember the not so good or unattractive qualities that they had in the relationship. You really just remember the good ones. It almost seems a little bit disrespectful to discuss what they didn't do good because they're not here to defend themselves almost. So it's really important to try and keep your memory close to how it was in real life. Okay. You may think back and think it was perfect, but not every couple is perfect. And it can be easy to forget the tough times when they're gone, but your new partner is your new reality. So don't get caught up in comparing their flaws to your old partner's good qualities because it's an unfair call. You can't really remember pretty shitty times or the shitty qualities your old partner had because you're just too busy focusing on everything that you miss about them. So it's not a fair comparison. And so when it comes to living a life with your new partner, remembering your deceased partner will be a new way of honoring your past, but also accepting your future. So having some pictures around of your loved one can be a nice reminder of what you used to have as you can control having those pictures around. However, be very cautious when it comes to social media. Old memories and photos can pop up unexpectedly online and be wary that it can trigger grief in yourself, even grief in if you've got children and other family members, but maybe even envy in your partner. So just watch that. All I'm saying is, I'm not saying take them down, but just just be mindful of the impact of having all, all these memories pop up continuously. So it can be difficult for a new partner to not feel like the second best when they are being compared. Okay. So giving them a real opportunity to discuss their feelings will validate them and make your relationship stronger. Talk about what's going on. Talk about how they feel when you speak about your ex-partner. Do do they feel less than? Do they feel intimidated? Do they feel like they're not good enough? Have a chat about that. And in your eyes, they may be the perfect partner, sometimes better suited to you than, you know, your deceased partner. However, your partner can still feel they will never replace your past because there is always a place in your heart for them. They were ripped away from you and you didn't choose to walk away. You had no choice. So there's a part of you that sort of dies with them and your partner does know that. But it doesn't mean you can't be happy and it doesn't mean you can't move forward with some of that little bit of your heart there but not there because your ex-partner's taken it with them as well. So give your new partner a chance. Give them a go. No comparison, be open in your communication and conversation about how you're feeling. Explain what grief looks and feels like to you so they know what to look for when you are going through it so they can support you as much as you can and tell them what you need. Don't tell them when you're in a state of grief. Tell them in a conversation that when I go through these periods, this is what I'm like, this is what I need from you. Give them the heads up on how to deal with you when you're like that because then it empowers them and it makes you feel supported and you just move through it together. So on that note, I hope that's been helpful for some of you that may have lost a loved one. My heart goes to you and I hope it also gives you permission to continue to live your life because you deserve to. This is Dr. Love. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's 
D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.